0: Welcome to the Ready Eddy Podcast, where we tell the story of startups in the outdoor sport industry through the voice of their founders. Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to talk about our membership program. Uh, We recently broke a pretty big milestone. We have over 100 startups and small businesses on the platform offering up to 50% off all their product and gear. If you're like me and you're always looking for a new uh, backpack or new gear for your addictions, whether it's skiing, snowboarding, camping, surfing, whatever it is related to the outdoors, you can hop onto this membership and peruse all of the brands. We're constantly adding new ones um, to really support all of your outdoor activities. We also have a number of travel companies. So if you're looking to take a trip, whether it's to Machu Picchu, South America, wherever, um, you can save on that as well. We also have a number of food brands, whether you need a new energy bar or you just need to you want to find something uh that's different and check it out you can f- save while doing it um you can also apply to become an ambassador for a lot of these brands there's a ton of perks so if you are interested in checking this out head over to ready slash members and get your first month free
1: what is going
0: on ready yeti podcast listeners josh salvo here your host on today's episode i am sitting down with the founder of western owl outfitters aras al-moussa Ferris, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me
1: Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to be on your podcast
0: definitely so right off the bat how would you best describe Western Owl outfitters to someone who's never heard of your business
1: it's uh It's definitely a family business uh, operated by myself. My wife helps me on the side and we have a a firecracker who is a uh two and a half year old my son uh in in Really, that inspiration came from him. I wanted to uh, build a, a, a business or a, a connection between me and my kid to go outside in the wilderness. And that's, that's the thought about building the Western Owl Outfitter.
0: So what, tell me a little bit about your background. Where, where are you from? Did you um, always have the um, uh, innate drive to start and build uh, a business of your own?
1: Yeah, so I'm from Jordan, originally, uh, Jordan the country, uh, not Jordan, Utah, and I'll tell you why I said Jordan, Utah. (laughs) (laughs) I I was uh, born, raised in Jordan, and uh, graduated from Brigham Young University in Utah. That's why I mentioned uh, Jordan, Utah. I've always loved uh, the outdoors. I've always loved uh, surrounding myself with animals. Uh, My dad was in the virology space or plant pathology, and we always did... uh, uh, you know a lot of the activities outdoor in our, our farm we played with a lot of animals we took care of a lot of animals and i've always had uh this sense of me building businesses on the side my brother and i uh back in the day when we were kids we used to break some of the wooden boxes and make some stuff with them and try to sell them for a couple of pennies here and there and that was back in, when we were like seven years old so i've always had that business uh, principles or business ideas in my head and i I always wanted to to grow with them and and make them reality
0: that's interesting so western owl outfitters is pretty young you started in december of this year um tell me a little bit about the background before western owl what what were some of the things that you were working
1: so before western owl outfitters we uh i i created uh, alongside my wife we've created two businesses, uh, one of them in the skincare uh, space and the other one in the pet supplies, environmentally friendly uh, pet supplies. And uh, I'm also partnering with my brother on that. Uh, so I've, I've always uh, had the, uh, the stomach to start new businesses and take the risk on them and, and create something for myself. And uh, that's that was the idea of creating uh, something along the side of my passion where I loved the outdoors and I loved... Um, to do stuff in the outdoors of basically all my life. And, uh, and the creation or the birth of Western Owl Outfitter was uh, right where I, I wanted it to happen when I was able to uh, at least have an initial investment and, uh, uh, you know, make it happen for us.
0: Definitely. Okay, so Western Owl Outfitters, what would you say um, is sort of the differentiating factor between other uh, outdoor brands?
1: Well, uh, uh, besides the really good quality, we've, uh, we have we have a, a huge mission, mission for Western Owl Outfitter. And I'll go into the quality and what I have done uh, to ensure a really good quality at a really good pricing. Uh, but the mission for Western Owl Outfitter is to empower every single person, every single woman and uh, men and also kids, Boy Scout, Girl Scout, to go outdoor, disconnect from the technology that were really you know, putting ourselves into and and try to connect with real nature and be outside and in the the outdoors. I mean, it is so beautiful two or three miles away from the city to just go out and, uh, you know, put a a tent out there and, and just enjoy the sky, enjoy the clean, fresh air. So that was one of the most important things I wanted to do with. Uh, with Western Owl Outfitter. The second thing is we really focused so much on the production of the very first product that we produced. Uh, we made sure that we uh, did a, a really intensive study before our market study, before we launched our first product. And we uh, we asked a lot of campers and a lot of hikers what were the most important things that they needed in a, in a sleeping pad, in this case, since we started with this product. And uh, the most important thing was, of course, the size of it. Um, how big is uh, a sleeping pad, especially for those that really go and hike for a long, you, you know, long period of times. Second thing is, what is the R value? Does it insulate well in, in really sub-zero freezing weather? Um, I focused, I've actually done a lot of uh, my studies from, from people that lived in uh, Utah, Colorado, uh, actually some of them also from Washington, just because I wanted to uh, kind of, Cater to a a, a a a geography or a, a weather where it's, it's it gets a little bit extreme uh, when weather when temperature drops down. Uh, so we focused on the thickness of our sleeping pad, where it's a little bit a little bit thicker than a lot of the, the, the products out uh, out in the market. Uh, the length of it is a little bit different. The size of it are a little bit different, and uh, of course the R value, which is a little bit higher than others, and that's where we really. Uh, sat down and talked to our supplier. We did few prototypes and, until we got to uh, the point we wanted, and that's that's the quality that we have. Now the cool thing about it is we managed to keep our product uh, with within a really reasonable price. Uh, usually the pricing for these sleeping pads go up all the way to $150 or $120. And uh, I, I really wanted to do something. I remember when I, I used to go to college, we wanted to buy all these camping gears, but it adds up really fast, as you know. And uh, I, I really wanted to make something that is of very high quality that can be affordable for everyone. And that's why we we made sure that our product does not
0: exceed a $40 or actually below the $40 line. How did you do that? <laughs> Obviously, selling direct helps, but... Did you yes. have a lot of experience with supply chain and, like, sort of like really figuring out how to really bring down the cost while also keeping the quality high?
1: Yes. So, uh, fortunately, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life when it came to supply chain management. My background is, is in uh, professional project management and corporate finance. And uh, I, I, I took the approach of the project management. I, I really wanted to, you know, drill down on every supply chain operation that happened throughout the process. Uh, I, you know, from my experience with my older business or my other two businesses, we do we do volumes of uh, three hundred, five hundred thousand units at a time with some of the products, and it, for every order, for example.
0: Okay, so you you started in December or you launched the product in December, and uh, we're talking offline about what the growth has been like, and you're at the point where you're selling over a thousand units a month. How did you get that rapid growth so quickly?
1: with the marketing skills that I have uh, created on or developed in the past three years, I've also developed a strategy to launch products either on Amazon or on Shopify. I sell on both platforms and uh, I, I sell also on click funnels or I create click funnels and I, I sell these products. But uh, the most important thing to be honest with you, Josh is if you're giving a very good value, to to people that really resonate with you, chances are they will buy your product. So what I did with my marketing strategy was uh, creating real, meaningful, real, uh, valuable content uh, for 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 women to go outdoors and go out in the you know in the wilderness in camp. And what are the pain points that would prevent them from going? I addressed all of these. And we've done that uh, out of a really intensive research. We've just ran a lot of advertisements on Facebook uh, with videos that just gave pure value. The product was not even created. And uh, it was just the prototypes. And um, we gathered a lot of following. We've gathered a lot of uh, uh, fans, a lot of uh, people that love us. We've had people share our videos over 300 and 400 times. And um, they just were waiting for us to give them the product, basically, and tell them, "We want you to go and camp. We want you to get out and that's that's basically the power of building a culture, building a tribe for yourself or building a tribe for what you really believe in. There is a mission that we're following, and there is um, a, a reason why we built this product and we built it around the people that really need to go out and do their camping. So that's how we launched. And we were successful in launching.
0: That's really interesting. Did you have any mentors uh, along this journey with all of your businesses, and the now uh, Western Al Outfitters?
1: Of course, I've, I've, uh, man, I, <laughs> I met a lot of mentors in my life. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, if if you think that you can know it all. Um, it, you would be shocked how much one piece of information can change your entire life. I remember I used to listen to a podcast called the Freedom Fastlane podcast, and uh, it really helped me out. And it's it's uh, it's by Ryan Daniel Moran, and uh, it, it opened my eyes on how you can start your business, and you don't have to really share a pie. You can create your own pie. We always hear these things, but when you break it down into like a process, a very predictable step-by-step, then you understand that it's really real and really easy to actually scale a business. When I started uh, selling products, I was a corporate finance analyst uh, sitting in a cubicle. I hated my life for that. And um, I started, I remember started selling poop bags on Amazon. And the first investment I bought was, I think $300 worth of uh, poop bags. And uh and they were like the the I think it was the, the composable type of poop bags and um they were kind of different. And I used to buy them from a guy who would manufacture them or you know, he was the brand owner, until one day he told me, you know, I think I'm I'm gonna start selling them on Amazon by myself. And I was like, Well, why don't I just go and create my own products? And that's when I went to China and by went to china virtually i went to china i went to alibaba.com and then started looking for suppliers and step by step i started uh, uh, realizing what you know how do you talk to these suppliers if if they speak really well english then uh, that's a good sign that they have done a lot of uh, transactions if uh, they respond really quickly really promptly then that's a good sign if they uh, give you a very reasonable price for a uh, a sample that's also a good sign. So there are these selection criteria that I just mentioned earlier that you follow and then you create a product and you just put it on a market space where any people will you know, have access to it to to create this transaction to give you money for and uh, you build yourself a business.
0: Now, you mentioned this a little bit in the beginning talking about how um, sustainability is uh, part of your mission with, uh, Western Owl Outfitters, how, how exactly do you, um, make that a priority, um, with Western Owl?
1: Yes. Um, so with, with, uh, Western Owl Outfitter, uh, we, this is a product that will last you forever. We made sure after we talked to our suppliers, like, how can we make sure that this product is not going to be a disposable product that will be, uh, you know, damaged in a couple of years and people have to use it this is a product that's going to last you for years and years and years to go now it is being produced in in china and i don't have a lot of uh, uh, power over what material i mean actually we do have some power over the material that we use and uh, it, there are a couple of materials that we eliminated and i can actually send that out to, to you i would have to look at the msds uh, but we we wanted to make sure that our product does not um, you know get damaged really fast and it stays really um well put together all the way to like 10 15 years and you can still use it and it still self-inflates. And uh it, you know for me I wanted to start with this product so I can create some cash flow. I know how to I know how to look at the trends of businesses or of products that can create some cash flow and that was one of them at the time. Now it's so saturated. But at the time it was one of the, the really good uh Products and uh, that will help me start building some of the outfitters that I want to create, which is the the textile products. And I'm looking into building or creating the uh, base layers that are made here in the U.S. And and, and these are uh, you know they're made in the U.S. They're made with the wool from the U.S. And they're very sustainable in the sense that they're not using a lot of plastics in them, and uh, it, and they will last you for a long time.
0: What would you say has been one of the hardest parts about starting and building Western Owl Outfitters?
1: There are a lot of setbacks. When I when I started um, with the idea of launching Western Owl Outfitter, I initially started thinking about it uh, back in April of 2000 and, uh, 2016. And um, I looked at... Uh, all the possibilities of just uh, creating a company or creating a website really fast, uh, talking to the suppliers, uh, try to get the, the 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 most viable product that I could just launch launch right away and uh, try to just get cash going. but I, I really didn't feel that was a good approach because I wanted to build a brand and I didn't want to just build the cash flow. Uh, so the initial investment was really expensive it was really high and i had to do it on my you know i I guess from my own uh i I didn't do any kickstarter i didn't do any uh fund sourcing in any way or taking a loan i just uh, took it from my own capital and and, uh i think uh, one of the biggest hurdles to start these type of companies and to to create your own brands is to um to be able to create uh, to have that uh Fund that you're willing to risk, uh, and 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 initially, sometimes people tell you like, "Oh, you could start a, a private label company with uh, ten, fifteen thousand dollars." That's true if you want to do just cash flow products and keep going. We spent so much money on building just brand awareness. It really took us. It took me six, seven months to to actually come to the realization. Okay, now I will place the order and I will go with this initial investment, and I went in 100% believing that I could lose it all and never make a penny. And uh, that was where it's always, you know, like that that feeling, the fear of losing everything.
0: Yeah, I bet. And uh, I think it's important um, to mention the fact that you really thought it through and knowing exactly who your target demographic was. It wasn't the, you know, ultralight um, hiker who's doing, you know, three, four-week, sort of hikes um and needs, you know, every ounce sort of matters, right? Um for you it's the people who go out weekends, um, overnight trips where it's like being more comfortable is more important. And having a quality product that lasts a while. So what advice would you give to someone that wanted to start a business, whether it was in the outdoor space or really just a business in general?
1: Know your people. Know know your audience. Know who you want to serve before you go and buy a product and decide to put it on a marketplace uh make sure you really understand what ocean they fall under are they under uh like do they care for um just outdoors activities in general or do they really do extreme stuff and make sure you give a real quality product because that always boils down to how um how good is your product i mean you could have a a horrible marketing and like a hor- horrible marketing strategy but if your real core product is is really solid people will talk about it by word of mouth and 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 then maybe you can start fixing your marketing strategy if it, if it sucked that bad but if it's the other way around and if you've spent so much money on marketing and if you've done so well with marketing a product that does not really, um, yeah, it does not have that value or it doesn't uh, go up to that par and, and, and you're basically just giving a, a very um, just bad product, then no marketing will help you. It will literally catch up to you and um, you, you, could, you will not be able to sell your product and you, your credibility will just go away when it comes to giving bad products, especially for outdoors. So for those that really are into the outdoors, Remember, people really depend on these type of products. If you're doing any hooks, if you're doing any poles, if you're doing any sleeping pa- pads, sleeping bags, make sure that you're really giving them the right information because this could mean um, a life of death in a, in a lot of situations, especially for you know extreme climbers. Uh, so yeah, just make sure you you, you give the real quality. You're very transparent and you target the right people. You don't have to sell everyone. Remember that you only have to have a thousand raving fans. If you have a thousand people that really believe in you and believe in your mission and believe in your product, then you have over a million dollar business.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's a lot of really great points. Um, where, Where do you see Western owl the next year, five years, 10 years down the road?
1: Actually, I'm I'm already in uh, in the process of uh, getting our second product, and uh, in five years, I would love to have a uh, it, like cover a lot of the outdoors, uh, a lot of the outdoors gear, and uh, potentially in the tents, in the sleeping bags area, and then uh, base layers. That's a lot of the things that I want to do. Um, I also I also like to help Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts to make sure uh, that uh i i sponsor a lot of these boy scouts and, and girl scouts um and also for any small businesses around the nation if you guys do any type of outdoors retreats we'll, we'll be more than happy to sponsor in 10 years i would love to have um it's had sponsored over 100 businesses small businesses and helped them out um, you know, going on their own. And then also, of course, spread our mission across.
0: Now you, you've lived, you've lived all over the country and really the world. Um, I want to ask what a normal day looks like for you uh, with Western Owl Al and all the things that you have going on. Oh man. Um if there my is day, one. <laughs> my, there's, my days
1: are pretty funny. Like we, we do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of work on, um, yeah, on Amazon because I I sell on Amazon a lot and then and then I uh, manage the website and then also my my wife manages the website. We do we talk to a lot of suppliers, a lot of customer experience. Believe it or not, uh, where we uh, I'm I'm still doing a lot of that stuff on my own. I think we need to pass it on to uh, you know get some help with customer experience. But I the reason why I still do customer experience is because I really want people to. Uh, Hear us and listen to us and know who we are. I've talked to a lot of people on Facebook that you know they message me and they ask me, "Are you are you really the owner of the company?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's you know it's me." And they're like, "How come you don't have a customer experience or customer service rep?" Like, because I can't afford them right now, and it's it's kind of funny. But I also because I really want to talk to them, I want to talk to people. So I spend so much of the time uh, glued to the computer. And then uh, after that, we, uh, like, I love to hang out with uh, my, my wife and my son. Our son is two and a half. He's actually a little bit older than two and a half. He's almost uh, three. And his name is Tiger, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I, I spend time with the family. And uh, we, we, do, uh, we do the work right in front of our house and in the house. Sometimes we go to coffee shops, too.
0: What's, what's the best part about running Western Al?
1: To be honest with you, um, I, I was, I'm, I've been doing a lot of videos that I will be, start, you know, I'll, I'll start releasing, but it's the best, the best things about it is spending the time with my son out in the wilderness and creating these videos right now uh, so I can share with a lot of families that have kids and, uh, you know, they could, they could see what, what they can do with their kids outside and in the outdoors. Um, it's pretty cool and and the best thing about it is I really want to grow this company with my son and I want him to be a big part of it. And I want the people to know, um, that th- like this connection that's happening and, and, and this could be, you know, his, his, uh, uh his future <laughs> down in the road. I don't know, but, uh, it, just having this connection is, is making it so like' it's, it's my passion and my passion to pass it on and and make it something that others might do the same thing and start taking their kids out and playing with them a lot more than just uh, you know I know sometimes get so busy with people get so busy with uh, just uh, coming home from from work and then uh, seeing their kids just watching TV and stuff it, I've done that for a while right before i I launched uh, Western Owl. Al- And I, when I, when I looked at myself and I've seen a lot of the time I would come home and I'm just very stressed. And uh, when my little son wants to play with us or wants to play with me, I'm just on my computer glued. But then when we launched Western Owl, it really changed because I started taking him out and doing all of these videos. And I know that if this is my mission, like I want to, I want to connect with my son and I want to connect out in the nature and uh, this is an incentive for me also to do it. So um, that's that's been really awesome, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, it sounds incredible. Um, now, if for listeners that want to keep tabs on everything that you have going on uh, and uh, uh, check out this content that you're going to be releasing, where, where's the best place for them to do that?
1: I have a group that's called... Uh, Training uh, the training group for I'll probably give it to you. It's a training group for uh, for FBA. FBA means fulfillment by Amazon, uh, wholesale or private label. So for those that want to start a business, or for the brands that are already for people that already own brands and they're selling outside of Amazon, uh, please reach out to me. I'll probably drop my email and I uh, and go to this Facebook group. It's called. Uh, I'll also drop it down for you, Josh um, I, I listen, I, I love, uh, I love starting businesses. And, uh, if you guys, anyone that listens to this, uh, feel like they have a passion for something and they want to take it somewhere, I can help with that and I can show you how you could do it. And it's, it's, uh, it really isn't hard. It's so simple, but it's not easy, but it's simple. And, uh You know, once you figure out that, you know, once you have the ropes of how to talk to a supplier, uh, how to look at a product, how to know the viability of this product, um, it really will help you uh, think about starting your own business. And maybe one day you could uh, spend a lot more time with your loved ones or if you like to travel, you can travel. If you like to go camp, you can go camp and uh, just create something for yourself if that's something you like to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I will drop these um, uh, this information with you, Josh.
0: Yeah, and we'll get that all linked up in the show notes. Um, and with that, for, I want to um, let anyone who's listening between March 1st and March 29th, or March, sorry, May 1st and May 29th, you can actually enter to win um, Sleeping Pad from Western Owl along with a ton of other gear uh, from a number of other brands. You can have, head over to com for your chance to win. And with that, us, um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on uh, the podcast and share your story um, and the journey. I'm really excited to see all the things uh, that you guys do uh, going forward.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Josh. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then we would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Ready, Ready podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.